Dirty Filthy Horror Bags. Welcome back to another episode of Queen Table Live. It's your girl Queen S and we're back with another episode of Table Talk Thursday. If you have not already, like, share, subscribe, do all that good stuff, sweetie, because you don't want to miss out on the next episode now, do you? I don't think so. Make sure you have your QT juice each and every Thursday here on our beautiful, lovely, magnificent channel for Table Talk Thursdays. And so we're just going to jump right into today's Table Talk, sweeties. If you've seen the title, if you've seen my story this week, then you already know where we're going today. Long story short, this week I posted a clip from Iyanya Fix My Life. This clip, I was actually hesitant on posting it because I knew what I felt my initial reaction when watching the video. I knew exactly what I interpreted based off of his nonverbal and communication and his body language. And so I was very hesitant on actually reposting it and basically voicing my opinion. But something was just like, Sandra, like, talk your shit. Like, talk your shit. So I reposted it and using the things that I've learned within my communication degree versus my psychology degree. I basically used what I knew. I stated my opinion when it came to his body language, his nonverbal cues versus her body language and her nonverbal cues versus Ileana nonverbal language and her nonverbal cues. And I kind of wanted to go in depth, so I did. You know, I my two cents. And the amount of DMs that I received, ladies, first of all, standing ovation okay because i'm here for everyone taking accountability for the things that they have learned throughout their journey and things that they want to correct so we're gonna okay that is a round of applause for every single last woman lady girl whomever you want to consider yourself as for anyone who slid in my dms to acknowledge whether they seen the traits within themselves, whether they used to see the traits within themselves, whether it was the first time that they actually realized, you know, and peep game on their behaviors to correct them, whatever it may be. Kudos to every single last one of y'all that did. And so based off of the title, honey, this Table Talk today, Table Talk Thursday for this week is all about unlearning behaviors. Within this clip, I felt as if it showed a very powerful 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 message and I just felt like I had to share the example that I used when I posted it on my Instagram was the fact that I've witnessed firsthand the language and the tone that my parents have used over the years amongst each other whether that was my mom yelling at my dad being disrespectful whether that was my dad yelling at my mom being disrespectful either way you put it I knew as a child something was off I knew as a child that you shouldn't talk to somebody that you love and care about in this manner if it's truly genuinely love. But, you know, we as kids, we're taught to stay in a child's place. So that's what I did. Stay in a child's place. Cool. Whatever. And so as time progressed and college happened, life happened along the ways too, I started to realize that these certain behaviors and these certain traits were very, very toxic. Very, 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 very toxic. And I just felt the need that I had to figure this out. I had to figure out why, why, why is this our initial reaction when it comes to things? Why is this our initial behavior? Kudos to you all for taking the time out to take it upon yourself to not only acknowledge that you see fault, but also taking accountability because acknowledgement is only one half of the part. 
accountability is the other and so I was just you know just laughing within myself and I was just like maybe I should make this a table talk episode and then I kid you not people slid in my DMs and was like I need you to go into depth I need you to like give me something more because you gave me a little and I don't appreciate it so I need you to run that back I need you to sit on your beautiful pink couch and I'm gonna need you to talk to me I need you to tell me what you know and so here we are on our lovely beautiful pink couch where nothing is off the table for a reason me using my life as an example I took it upon myself to say okay Sandra you see how your parents co coexist with one another you see how your parents coexist with one another obviously you know something is off because it shouldn't be all this bickering but you don't know what it is this constantly stayed in the back of my head but it really didn't really go anywhere it wasn't until I want to say if we're being honest here it wasn't until right before my 25th birthday that I realized that there was a lot of behaviors that I carried within myself that was very toxic very unhealthy and the reason why I can say that it was right before my 25th birthday was because that was when I decided to come clean. That's That was when I decided to tell my parents. That's when I decided to tell my older brother. That's when I de decided to tell pretty much the world really what happened to me as a child. And so with me coming clean and me finally opening up and having this real ass conversation, not only within myself, but having this real ass conversation with my parents, my brother and whomever else, I opened the door to the level of transparency that I was not prepared for. Because once you open that door and you're like, I want to fix myself. I want to earn, learn any behaviors that are not meant to elevate me, make me grow love or light in the way that it's intended for me to spread love and light. I prayed over myself. I told myself like, Sandra, I don't want to, to ever become a burden to someone to the point that they felt like they couldn't love me or they, they couldn't deal with me. And I didn't realize how all of the traumatic experiences that I had at a, as a child, I didn't realize all the traumatic experiences that I had in middle school, all the traumatic experiences that I had in high school, all the traumatic experiences that I had in college, all of those literally like was in a pot brewing of toxic energy like brewing like that whole had a big like like she was she was whisking she was basking in the negativity she was basking in the hatefulness she was back basking in the aggressiveness like she was basking in all that trauma and all that pain and you don't really realize you don't really realize how toxic your behaviors are until you realize that there's a problem my life started to change in the right direction was when i took accountability i recall several times where i would just be sitting within myself by myself and i would just play back different conversations with different people different interactions different situations different arguments different like anything any examples that could come to mind I'm having a replay of the scenario and now that I'm having a replay of the scenario I'm actually looking back on it I'm like damn Sandra you weren't listening all he needed or all she needed in that moment was for you to listen and you wasn't listening damn okay I wasn't listening play the next thing back mm, all right in this situation Sandra you know what you could have been a little bit more understanding 
damn you know what you're right i could i could have been more understanding that is honestly the first step of unlearning behaviors unlearning toxic behaviors within your relationships is first acknowledging and holding yourself accountable there's nothing wrong with admitting that there's toxic behaviors in you there's nothing wrong with admitting that you need help there's nothing wrong with admitting that you are in the process of learning and correcting yourself there's nothing wrong with admitting your truths within your journey they're your journey it's your truths within your journey and you should never feel ashamed for your journey we're taught to be ashamed of the things that are ugly about us and what i mean about ugly i mean about our wounds our our traumas our 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 disruptions our our pains our sufferings we're taught to hide from them we're taught to run away from them but in true actuality run to the fire don't hide from it run to them emotions them emotions are knocking at your door to tell you something and you have to listen to it and if every single time that this emotion is trying to creep up and tell you something if every single time this emotion is coming up trying to creep up and tell you something you're running away from it then that fire is just gonna keep growing it's just gonna keep growing and growing and growing and growing and eventually it's going to hurt those who it was never intended to hurt for example i could use myself as an example a particular relationship on and off situationship whatever you want to call it that i was in in college i recall several conversations where it was like cool common collective you know like he was just expressing himself to me and i was just full blown bulldog baby i was full blown pit up in that beat, okay all little thing that he said within that conversation baby i was off i was off at the mouth i was off at the tongue baby what oh oh you don't know me y'all know what i've been through running okay running okay track star had nothing on me back then okay she i was running i was running my mouth i was running I was running my mouth filled with aggression, filled with negativity, filled with hurt from past people. They ain't got nothing to do with homie that's in front of me, etc., etc., etc. And I recall, I want to say, like right after everything happened, and I had to sit down conversation with my parents and stuff like that. I felt like a weight was lifted off of me. And so when I had to sit down conversation, I felt like the weight was lifted off of me. The first thing that came to mind was him. Because it was as if like you were so hurt from these experiences that you had as a child that you carried on this hurt into this. And you couldn't accept this for what it was because you were so hurt from that. And so I kid y'all not. I kid y'all not. Mind you, this is this is this is me texting him with us not having any communication with each other. Because, you know, after a while, um uh, uh, someone Someone with their right mind who knows that you are verbally abusing them in one way, shape, form, or fashion, or you're not respecting them, or you're not respecting their position in your life, they're going to eventually walk out your life. They're going to eventually distance themselves from you because the way that you're coming at them and the way that they see themselves don't match. They would rather just stay off to the side, do what they got to do, and you stay off to the side and you do what you got to do. Communication with each other, we weren't talking anything, but something just told me like, Sandra, reach out and apologize. Keyword, apologize. Let's say it together. Apologize. <laughs> apologize. I sent him a long ass 
essay and I was like I apologize you know I just really just really just thoroughly am so sorry for all the words that I said to you over the years when we were kicking it you know what I'm saying I didn't know any better there was a lot of childhood traumas that I'm now uncovering and you were the guinea pig you were my punching bag at the moment i didn't know how to communicate that and you know i took it out on you there was times where i could have listened and the <laughs> the funny thing about this it's not really funny it's just cute at the same time but the funny thing about all of this is even though i sent him this long ass essay basically telling him how i am so sorry for me verbally abusing him all those years ago. I'm so sorry I wasn't listening as much as I could have. I wasn't, you know, etc., etc., etc. Even though I said all of these things to him, he literally was like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> What's well, up? If you don't know, then I don't know. <laughs> I'm up in here trying to turn over a new leaf. And you said you don't know? Okay. He wasn't the only person that I reached out to years later and provided an apology. Because I feel like we, we, especially as women, because I don't want to, and that was one thing that I didn't want. Like, I didn't want to make it seem like I was weak or I didn't want to seem like, like, um, I was weak. Like, that's the only way that I, that's the only word that could come to mind. I didn't like I was weak by apologizing, but there is power in apologizing. When you choose to apologize, you're accepting that you were at fault and you're also acknowledging and holding yourself accountable for your emotions in that moment for your behavior in that moment for how you made this person feel in that moment apologies matter and they coexist with holding yourself accountable this with you acknowledging that there's fault acknowledging that there's toxic behaviors that you do need to unlearn it starts with apologizing and there's nothing wrong with apologizing. It does not make you less. If anything, it makes you better. It makes you more aware that there is correction that is needed. It makes you more aware that, hey, there's fault in me too. Okay, now that I'm aware of this fault, I apologize that I came at you the way that I came at you. So let me now correct my behavior so that I don't come at the next person. I was so hurt because of the traumas that I experienced as a child that I did not realize that those traumas carried on into my adulthood. I'm, I'm new to everything around me and I can't run to my mom. I can't run to my dad for any sort of guidance because they don't know any better neither. They don't know how to lead me. They don't know how to guide me nowhere because they're blinded themselves. And so when it comes to unhealthy behaviors, you have nature, you have nurture. Your initial reaction is going to always be what you've seen around you. So because what I've seen around me within my parents' relationship, I've seen bickering. I've seen disrespect. I've seen shade thrown. I've seen shit thrown. I've never seen them have a healthy discussion amongst each other. So me growing up in this household, once again, not knowing any better, not seeing better, these behaviors have now attached itself to me. Why? Because everything that you learn from homes ultimately sets the foundation of how you coexist outside in the real world. So if in my household, I see my parents bickering all the time and they so-called love each other. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say so-called as if they don't love each other, but I'm just saying so-called love each other, quote quote. 
They're in this household together. They so-called love each other, but they cannot communicate. The only way they could communicate is if they're yelling at each other. Okay, so communication equals yelling. Got it. All right, so now I'm going into the world. I'm going into the real world, right? Now I'm going into the real world. What do I see around me? I see around me other people yelling, whether that's teachers yelling, whether that's other students yelling at other students. So I'm now programmed into thinking, okay, yelling is a form of communicating. All right, got it, cool. And I'm using myself as an example because I could only use myself as an example. So in our culture, it is rooted. It is, it is deeply rooted to be loud, to be aggressive, to be belligerent, to be mean, to be nonchalant, etc., etc., etc. And I feel like the only reason why that that is the language and the tongue that is used is because you have nature versus nurture. And so if we're keeping it above, you have nature and you have nurture. So nature is your household. Nature is what you're programmed to, what you're accustomed to, what you're used to, your everyday routine. And then you have nurture, which is the outside world, which is what you may walk by, what you may see. So let's say, hypothetically speaking, we have a household. I'll just use myself as an example. We have a household where the communication is trash. We have a household where the communication is trash. Y'all can't speak to each other without yelling at each other. Y'all can't speak to each other without throwing things. Y'all can't speak to each other without being rude, being sneaky, being shady, being petty, being mean, like whatever other example that you want to use, right? So this is all brewing in nature. This is all brewing in my household. In my household, this is how I'm seeing communications being delivered. And if I don't want to use myself as an example, if I don't want to use myself in my household as an example, let's just use the overall example, a single mother household. So a single mother, she doesn't mean to be mean. She doesn't mean to be aggressive. She's just tired. She's, she's exhausted. Life is beating her up, but she's still got to show up for you. And so all of those frustrations are now thrown at you unintentionally, but they're still thrown at you. So you're living in a single parent household where all your mom do all day is yell at you. Yell at you to clean your room. Yell at you to pick up the trash. Yell at you for this, yell at you for that, curse you out for this, curse you out for that. Even though deep down inside she doesn't mean any harm, she's just frustrated, she's just annoyed with her day-to-day -day life. This is the communication that she is giving to you. So, once again, this is you and your household, right? So now, let's fast forward to you out in the real world. So let's say you're out in the real world and you meet a young lady. Or you meet a young guy. And you meet this young lady or you meet this young guy and... They're just as loud. They're just as aggressive. They're just as rude. They're just as belligerent. They're just as this. They're just as that. You're going to automatically assume that this is compatible for you because this is what you're used to. Remember, what you see in your household is what you're going to seek outside. Unless, of course, you have those one-off situations where people see things done in their household and they make sure that they do everything in their power to do the complete opposite. If in your household, all you see is aggressive behaviors, if in your household, all you see is attitudes being catched, if in your household, all you see is loud, belligerent, obnoxious, anxious, worrisome, disrespectfulness, like whoop de whoop de whoop de whoop de whoop. If in your household, you see these toxic behaviors being done time and time again, generation after generation, it's 
dumb to believe that it's not going to attach itself to you. Why? Because this is your household. This is what you know. This is all you know. And so because in my household, all I ever saw was my people's yelling. Okay, so yelling is a form of communication. Got it. So whether that was me yelling to my friends, whether that was me yelling to my partner, whether that was me yelling to whomever, I chose my method of communication based off of the method of communication that was shown to me. Because in my household, being aggressive, showing tough love was the answer for everything, I thought that this was what it was. I thought, oh, aggressive, okay, that's fine. Okay, you wanna be rude, okay, that's fine. Okay, you, you want to talk sideways out your mouth to me because you're upset? Okay, that's fine. You know, and then it was, it, it, and then it became such a revolving door that I almost started to become frustrated at the fact that it was a revolving door that I ended up becoming this way too. I ended up becoming flustered quickly. I ended up becoming impatient. I ended up not being able to communicate my feelings. I ended up being a ticking time bomb. I ended up being slick out the mouth and need be. I ended up being shady when it came to expressing myself. Whoop de whoop de whoop de whoop de whoop. And it's only because these were the behaviors that I seen growing up. And I do know in the Caribbean culture, West Indies culture, Haitian culture, whatever you want to call it, they love throwing tough love. They love saying tough love. Suck it up. You know, I'm giving you tough love. You know, as if the Bible does not say love is kind. If you're going to give me tough love, then give me tough love with some sort of reassurance. The problem is there's never reassurance. It's always just a tough love. There's nothing wrong with tough love, but give the reassurance to let whomever said person know I'm telling you this because I love you, but I'm not personally attacking you. I'm not personally attacking your character. I'm not personally attacking you as a person. I'm not personally attacking you as a woman or a man or whatever the case is. There's never a reassurance. I had to learn that there's nothing wrong with admitting that you have to unlearn certain things. There's nothing wrong with it. It's like, to me, I had to learn that this was a badge of honor. This was a badge of progress in progress this was a badge of progress this was a badge showing like hey this is how i started i realized that these behaviors are not healthy these behaviors are not okay so let me correct them let me continuously correct them let me continuously go back on the drawing board as much time as need be to make sure that i don't talk like this to my spouse that i don't talk like this to my friend that i don't talk like this to whoever said person i also had to understand and accept the fact that unlearning these behaviors is going to be an everyday process. This is not something that's just gonna happen overnight because just as much time it took for me to learn these behaviors, I have to be gentle with myself. I have to understand that it's going to take just as much time, if not more, to unlearn all of these behaviors too. We have to learn to be gentle with ourselves when it comes to unlearning these behaviors because it's not like we've had guidance. It's not like anyone has really guided us to get us here. It, it, it was through self-discovery. It was through self-love that I figured out what was wrong with me. And that there's nothing wrong with me saying that there was something wrong with me. That's the beauty in accepting and holding yourself accountable and understanding that there's nothing wrong with saying, hey, I have toxic traits. But the beauty in saying, hey, I have toxic traits, you also can say, but I'm unlearning them. I'm doing what it takes to unlearn them. And I hope and pray 
that you are willing to stay on this ride with me as I unlearn them and we unlearn them together until you take accountability and you accept the fact that hey these are my traumas I'm aware of these traumas that you start to realize that there's a lot of friendships there's a lot of situationships there's a lot of relationships that you're only in because y'all share the same traumas and with us attaching ourselves to our trauma buddy we don't really see our trauma as something that we need to heal within ourselves we see it as something that is okay because you got it too so you got it I got it. okay cool so I'm not alone no baby you're not alone but you are alone when it comes to fixing this you are alone when it comes to correcting this you are alone when it comes to taking the steps and measurements to admit and accept that these behaviors that were taught to you were not okay is where it's just you yourself God and universe or whoever you or whoever you seek that is that is that is where the true power lies I kid you not me finding out my traumas my wounds my brokenness my issues my behaviors the behaviors that i needed to unlearn all of those things popped out and showed up and came knocking at your sister's door when i was by myself it was never when i was up under somebody it was never when i'm you know talking and and kicking it with this person it was always when i'm by myself where I sit back and life just evaluates and we play it back together. It's like, I'll just be chilling in my room, just can't sleep. Up 2, 3 o'clock in the morning, it's just like, damn, you remember that conversation that you had with such and such? Damn, you know, it went left real quick. But why did it went left? I mean, he said such and such, you said such and such. And he said such and such, you said such and such. But he had to say such and such. But you didn't have to say such and such. You know what I'm saying? Like, and... Call me crazy, call me what you want, but I talk to myself. I have no problem talking to myself because I feel like talking to myself is like me talking out loud to God or the universe or whatever y'all want to use. But I have no problem talking out loud because by me talking out loud is me acknowledging to myself like, Sandra, there's a problem. Like, we need to find a solution to this problem together. Because you, yourself, you know yourself better than anybody else. This person outside could tell you everything they need to tell you about Sandra, but only Sandra can tell you about Sandra. Only I can tell you for real, for real, how Sandra is. But everybody else is going to tell you who Sandra is from their personal perspective, from their personal experiences. You have nature versus nurture. And so with everything coming and stemming firsthand from a personal experience, from a personal perspective, you have to take it within yourself to personally choose to want to unlearn these behaviors. To personally choose to want to move better. To personally choose to want to seek better. And to also understand that it's not going to happen overnight. And anyone who is around you that just expect you to just magically wake up one day all healed and like free, you know. First I was afraid. I was petrified. Like, head ass. Like, anybody who just expects you to just wake up one day and just get it automatically, that's unrealistic. That's unreal. It took, bruh, when everything happened to me as a child, it started at 7. Okay? From 7 to 12. I did not tell anybody in my family until I was 25. I am, no, technically 24, turning 25. 
I told them, I want to say in like June, and I turned 25 in August. So, it happened to me when I was seven. I was carrying these traumas, these wounds, these issues, okay? These problems. I was carrying all of these problems with me since I was seven. And I did not tell anyone really until I was 24, turning 25. So, just imagine how much internalization that I did throughout those years. Whether it was internalized that there was something wrong with me that I deserved this type of love. Whether it was me internalizing that something was wrong with me that I deserved this type of abuse. Whether it was something internally that was telling me that I deserved to feel like shit. I deserved to feel worthless. I deserve, I deserve, I deserve. All of these things came all at once. All of these things did not come all at once. This clarity did not come all at once. And it's not meant to come all at once. It doesn't need to come all at once. Your job is just to take the step. Your job is to take the first step and apologizing, accepting, and holding yourself accountable. That's it. Everything else will flow and flood the way that it needs to. We all have things that we have to unlearn. We all have things that we have to unpack. We all have traumas. We all have wounds but at the end of the day it is on you to unpack them it is on you to uncover them it is on you to get to the root of that problem because it is your life you know there's going to be good and bad and everything there's going to be ups and downs and everything there's going to be hot and cold and everything there's yin and yang and everything for a reason it is your choice to decide where you reside it's your choice to decide which side of the fence you want to be on you can either be on the side of the fence where you know what you know you know there's correction that's needed you know that there's behaviors that needs to be changed you know all of these things and yet you're still not moving or you could unlearn these behaviors and take it day by day and understand that the people that are supposed to be on this journey with you will don't stop trying to unlearn these behaviors don't stop trying to go back on the drawing board as much time as you need to to figure it out it is okay it is oh it is okay okay it is okay to not be okay it is okay to be aware of the way that you were raised is not the way that you want to be there's no fault on your peoples. There's no fault on you. You know what you know based off of what you saw. Apologize. Accept and take accountability. That there's shit that you have to fix. There's changes that needs to be made. And life is going to meet you exactly where you are. Okay? If y'all want a part two or if y'all want me to talk about anything else in particular please let me know and as always like share subscribe do all that good stuff if you have not checked out our previous table talk thursdays or our tea time tuesdays episodes i don't know what you missing out honey because you're missing out on all the these to all the teas honey and you're missing out on all the talk on the table okay so safe y'all be blessed Okay, understand that unlearning these behaviors is going to be an everyday process, okay? You only knew what you knew because that's what you saw. And now that you see difference, you're seeking different, okay? And Epi, that's it. That's it. We don't, we don't even have to say nothing else, okay? And until next time, my dirty, filthy, horrorbacks, hugs and kisses, y'all. Hugs and motherfucking kisses. Mwah!